Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. Welcome back to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we dive into the trenches of the gym owners, talk the good, the bad, and the ugly sides of the business of fitness. I'm your host, Austin Montero, joined today by Ryan Akers of Elite Fitness and Nutrition in Dallas, Texas. Ryan, what's up, man? How's it going? It's going good, man. Thanks a lot for having me, Austin. I appreciate it. No, I love it. Yeah, thank you for coming on, Ryan. We appreciate it. Uh, I know your time is valuable, so thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule today to join us, especially as a gym owner. Our lives get crazy and insane, right? I'm sure you've Absolutely. Been I'm sure you've been coaching and training this morning and running your business. So, uh, again, thanks for joining us. No problem. Let's dive in, man. Uh, elevator speech. Why did you start your gym some 11 years ago now, which is... Oh, which has been open that long, but yeah, in a, in a minute or less, why did you get started here? Well, I'll be honest. I always, I always wanted to, uh, eventually at some point in my life, run my own, run my own facility, run my own gym. Didn't know exactly when I was going to do it in my life. Knew I wanted to do it when I was in college. I went to school for, uh, probably longer than I should have, um, for this profession. Um, and so I kind of knew while I was in school, I wanted to do it. But while I was in school in my early years, I was working on the athletic side. So I was working in the university level, training a lot of athletes. And I really loved that part of it. Um, but it kind of came down to I had to make a decision. Um, the athletic world and training at the university level is a, is a very different beast. Um, lots of lots of travel, um, very few days off, which is not that similar, dissimilar from owning your own gym. But uh, you really are kind of you don't you're not your own guess you don't not control your own schedule so you're really you're really kind of uh at the at the mercy of the coaches and and everything else whether you're going to maintain your job um you're moving around a lot the divorce rates very high so there's just a lot of hard things about being in that in that world and I loved it and it was intense and it was fun but I got to just a a point where I kind of had to make that decision of you know is it you know and I kind of decided it's time to just go ahead and do this to seem like the right time I jumped on it. And uh, so it was kind of like, now it's too late. So <laughs> I'm down, I'm down the road. So no, no turning back now. So. No, for sure, man. No turning back now. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that story. It's uh, interesting. Um, folks, the start of the gym, the background, the 2009, 10, 11 era, I think we all have kind of similar stories as to what the choices were at that point in time. Right. It was like, the, like you said, the kind of the strength and conditioning coach path or what the hell, let's go start our own thing and see what happens, right? Exactly, so, uh, exactly. I did a similar thing to you, kind of what the hell, let's, let's give it a go and let's see what happens. So uh, that's awesome, man, appreciate that. Describe, Ryan, your role since you've been open 11 years, which is great. What does your role look like today, like day-to-day -day in the business, as opposed to, say, you know, 11 years ago? Um, well, really, it's, I guess it's not a whole lot different. I pretty much do a little bit of everything. Um, I'm a little bit more administrative now. I mean, I still am hands-on. I'm in the gym every, you know, five, six days a week training, you know, eight, 10 hours a day. Um, but as I've grown bigger and I, I've, you know, I've got an, a, another strength coach who helps me out and he does a lot of the day-to-day -day as well. So slowly over time, I've tried to be a little more administrative. I kind of think that's what every gym owner is kind of looking to. That's kind of the transition over time as you start off kind of doing everything. And then over time you become more responsible for kind of working on your business some a little bit more as opposed to in your business um i still love working in my business it's my favorite i love being on the floor if i could just train all day long and do nothing else you know that's what i that's what i would do um but you know there is other you know there's other things you got to take care of 
as far as so I so that's the part you know I've struggled to make sure that I'm working um, on my business and not just in it and that's something over the past I don't know five years and you know and even in the last couple of years I've really tried to uh, focus on a little bit more because that is my weakness so yeah no I hear it and thanks for sharing that too uh, you know it's uh, I think a lot of us kind of sit in that similar boat you know we love we love coaching we got into it over the because we're passionate about it right it's kind of why right. we started. And that's not going to go away. And that's a, that's a great thing. We want to serve people and make them fitter and healthier and all that great stuff. So it's always that, you know, that passion and that kind of passion profit line. Like, where does it meet? Where do you need to maybe pull back sometimes to focus more on getting people in the door or like nurturing our relationships with our members. So it's right. awesome. You're aware of that. And like, that's a, being aware of that is like, obviously 99% of, of it. Right. So like, yes, it's on our mind. So it's good. Uh, so that's a great thing. Ryan, tell us about the services you offer to your members there at your gym, uh, kind of what that looks like right now. Well, um, right now we offer kind of a variety, a few, a few different things. We really have, I guess you could say, three main areas we focus on, which is just uh, general, what we call just general strength training, just for anybody, um, just looking to get stronger, lose weight, whatever your goals are. Strength training is always a great you know, right. a great additive to whatever you're trying to accomplish. Um, we have the athletic performance side. That's, that's really where I started out. That's where a lot of my um, college education comes from. So we have that side of it that we still work very heavily with. And then the thing that we've kind of picked up over time has been the nutritional aspect. And um, my wife, she's a nutritionist. She has a degree from uh, Texas Women's University. So she's kind of the behind the scenes. She doesn't really work with us at the gym, but she's very much behind the scenes working with the creating nutritional programs and, and community programs for us uh, and things like that. So those are our, our three uh, main areas. We did just start out with specifically athletic performance. That was our main thing. That's all we did when I first started. Um, and then really it started out the parents of the kids that I trained, they wanted to do it. They were yeah. like, man, I love what my kid's doing. Can I, is, is this something I can do? And I'm, yeah, absolutely. So you know, we had a few parents who kind of inquired about one and it kind of grew from there and all the, all the parents of the athletes wanted to get involved. So that's really where our general strength training program was created after the first few years of our, our business. So. Yeah, that makes total sense, man. Um, you started with your passion, the athletic training piece at, at this. Uh, I always found like athletic training sometimes can be seasonal, especially with the younger population with school and everything in their sports season. Mm -hmm. What percent of your business now is athletic training? What percent is like, just we'll say general population, you know, you know, that it's the probably, yeah. yeah, it's probably about 75% general and 25% athlete. And sense. the reason, and the reason we really started pushing more and more to the, just the general strength training, um, it's a great foundation of income for your business. So sure. you're like, you said it exactly right. The athletes are seasonal, man. You can have a whole bunch in the summer, and then the winter hits and you could lose 50% or more. And then all of a sure. sudden your business takes a 50% hit. So having a steady income stream of like a strength, like just general people who work every day, their schedules don't change season in season out. They do the same thing. So you can have a very good steady income stream with those people um, that helps you kind of have that foundation to continue to work with all your athletes and do all the things you want to do um, with them as well. Uh, and honestly, over time, I enjoy watching somebody get stronger so that they can like uh, play with their kids or work out in the yard. Those, when people tell me those stories, I get just as much joy out of that 
as helping my kid get a scholarship to go play football in, in college. So it's really become for me as I've gotten older too, the victories are great no matter where they come from. So all those victories to me are all the same. It's just different. People have different perspectives. So, um, so that's one of the things I really love about it too. You know, that makes total sense. That makes total sense. I mean, you know, it's interesting, uh, you know, that you, you know, we touched on the athletic training piece and it, you know, obviously being a vital importance to the kids, you know, but then bringing in the adults, so it was a great lead generator for you. Right. Start as, start as your passion with athletic training. And then the parents of the kids saw this going on, want to get involved. So a great way to get people in that door. What else are you doing, Ryan, to get to attract new members, new clients now? What have you done that's worked? Maybe what have you done that hasn't worked? What, okay. what that Everything, in my opinion, is successful is word of mouth. Um, very little. I mean, we do a lot. We have Instagram and, and Facebook and social media and a website, and we put all our information out there. Um, but really, I don't, I don't believe what I, from what I've seen in my business that necessarily pulls in a whole lot of clients. The biggest thing that pulls in the clients is when you have a happy customer who goes out and they're at dinner with their friends and they're talking and they're talking about their workout. It'll right. come up every time. And then the other person will want, or they lost a bunch of weight and their friend wants to know what they're doing. You know, I get more customers from referrals and from people just talking up our gym um, than I probably do anything else. And those are the easiest ones to kind of sell because they're already half convinced when they come in, they want to do this, you know? So you're just trying to make them feel comfortable that they can do this. Cause a lot of people are more just, well, I don't know if I could do that. I don't know if I could do that. You got somebody that talks you up, says, oh, this guy will take care of you. This is the place to go. They've already kind of sold. You show them that, hey, no worries here. We're going to take care of you. We're going to start you off easy, build you up, all those kind of things. You give them the confidence to do it. And that's our, that's our biggest success. I think that the social media and the other stuff is kind of secondary. So those people who are then members, they love following us on Instagram and watching the videos that we put up and they'll share them with their friends. And so that's kind of just a secondary thing. And it does help a little bit, but but, you know, going out and talking to people, I think having, and I don't do this as much as I should, it's kind of a weakness of mine, but having business cards in your pocket, when you're sitting at the salon, getting your hair cut and you're the, the, the lady asks you, what do you do for a living? Or you're standing in line, you don't have to talk to everybody, but if a conversation comes up organically and you're talking to somebody and you say, oh yeah, I own a gym here, let me give you one of my cards or right. even better system. You know, you say, Hey, why don't you write your information down on this card for me? And then instead of have, hoping that they call you back, um, you can actually reach out to them in a couple of days. And so that's sure. a good system too. So I think that those kind of things are the best way to truly get, um, get your clients because they need to see who you are as an individual. They need to meet you, see what your personality is like, and then that, they get a much better understanding or a much better feel or confidence to work with you uh, once they actually meet you as a person. So I, I think that's crucial. Yeah, 100%, man. I agree with what you're saying. Organic growth and referral-based business is huge, you know, especially in a small group of personal training environment, you know. You've been open again for 11 years, so clearly it's it's going well, and that's a big piece of your success, I would imagine. It, um, takes, longer. it takes longer, but it's more it's more long-lasting. You know, you yeah. have to be more patient. You, you know, I get, I get emails all the time from people, hey, could you take on new members right now? I can get you 20 new members in the right. next week. And I tell them, if you got me 20 new members in the next week, I wouldn't know what to do with them all. Cause I yeah, wouldn't no. be able to, I wouldn't be able to prepare myself to give that kind of treatment to that many people that quick. Sure. Sure. Um, so I think that's been a big part is the patience is what's had been, we've been able to maintain where bigger gyms 
or fancier gyms or higher budget gyms have failed. We have not. And it's simply yeah. because of little things like that. Yeah, no, let's, uh, let's talk about that. So, um, so if, say you got 20 new members tomorrow, people, 20 people show up. What is the process you have in place? Let's say one, get one new member tomorrow. Let's start with one. What is, I, I join your gym tomorrow. Yeah, I call you up, I come in. Ryan, you know, how do I start? How do you start a new member in to get, to get, to get involved into your gym, into your training program? What does that process for the new person look like? Right. So it's, we try to get as much information as we can without making it overwhelming and daunting and a difficult process. So number, number one, everybody that comes into our gym before they start, the first thing they do is get what's called a functional movement screen. The FMS screen is a, is a world worldwide known, um, screening process that's used all across the all across the world from you know the NFL draft to to screen their players in the NFL draft all the way to physical therapy clinics. Um, this is just a basic movement assessment. So one of the big things, I mean, I, I'm a strength coach, but I think more appropriately named would be a movement specialist. Um, so all we do is analyze movement patterns, analyze movement patterns on each individual person, and based off of how they move, we can then make assessments on where their weaknesses are, where they might need help, um, where their foundation is lacking. So we'll do the FMS uh, screening, which takes about 10 to 15 minutes. Um, we you have, to, you have to be certified um, to do that. And it's a great tool to work with physical therapists as well, because they often use it. So it's a great way to communicate back and forth with PTs when you're doing a lot of that. So, um, they also have a packet they fill out. So we have like a, a fitness activity readiness questionnaire we call PARQ. Um, so they'll fill that out. It's just a basic health. You know, do you have any underlying heart conditions, things we need to know about just to be safe, so that, that kind of thing. And then there's kind of like a get to know you type of thing where it's like, you know, what's your current nutri what's your current exercise regimen? You know, what, what would you consider your level of, you know, what, what kind of shape are you in? So just getting an idea, what kind of foods do you like to eat? Just right. kind of on paper, getting to know that person. And sure. so that, that's usually something we email to them and they can fill out at their leisure and then bring it back. So they do the FMS, they fill out the packet, we make a file for them. So everybody has their own like file that's basically them in a, in a, in a packet. And then right. from there, we, we basically just in, induce, introduce them into the strength program that we're currently doing. So whatever strength program we have going on that month, we will introduce them into the group and kind of just sort of um, kind of try to transition them into that with some progression. So obviously when you're starting out, you're starting out very basic, learning some very found, fundamental stuff and then right. you're progressing on everything we do is about about progression. But so that's kind of our sign up process um, that we yeah. get going. We put their card on file. That's a big thing that's helped us a lot. You know, recently the past five or six years as we went from taking checks and taking payments every month to literally putting people's cards on files. So we just charge them on the date that they come in and we don't have to worry about tracking down money. You know, we can keep our income stream very steady. Um, so we get all that kind of financial stuff taken care of, and then it's all done. We don't have to worry about it. Um, the one thing that we do that's very different than most gyms is there's a lot of preparation. So after that person signs up and we get that packet, somebody, either me or the other coach is going to sit down for a good 20 or 30 minutes. And they're going to kind of obsess over you and just kind of make that program individualized just for you so that you're, you know, it's, really got an individual attention and that's where you get a little bit of your extra money that you pay versus the group is somebody sitting down looking at just you specifically and how you need to start where you need to start at and where you want to be so yep yeah that makes sense that makes sense you know biggest take home i had there was just that the, the amount of data collection on these members are getting up front so it really gives them 
gives you a way to track the progress basically over the course of their time with you, right? And we do it daily too. So when you come in and do a workout, every yep. single exercise you do is written down. Every set, every rep, every weight, everything's recorded. And we teach them how to do that themselves. That allows okay. them to be independent and allows us to focus on the coaching and yeah. just up and they can follow the numbers so we might set up a workout for them and they're going to come on they're going to see their workout there everything's laid out for them how many sets they're going to do the order of everything they know exactly what they're doing and i'll even put weights a lot of times we'll have weights in there okay this is what i want you to do today now we'll modify off of that as we go based on the day if they're feeling really good one day we might be bumping the numbers up if they're if they're not if they're feeling crappy and they just got there that day it might be a let's just get through this workout today so that's, that's one of the big things too, is you, that people can see on a weekly and monthly basis, getting stronger, lifting more weight. I mean, it's right there in front of them. So that's great. I'm sure that helps with, uh, keeping your members uh, around for longer, keeping your retention rates high, you know, and like, like, you know, like you just, you just hit on it. Basically some days we feel like crap, you know, can't lift as much or backs a little banged up, you know, slept crappy, whatever it is. So you can modify every, that every day. Is the best day so. no, unfortunately, no. We can, we can treat it mentally like it is, but physically yeah. someday it's just not the case, right? That's right. So like doing a lot of data tracking, um, an individualized approach within a small group of training, do you think those, those are two of your biggest points to keeping people around for a long time? Do you guys track retention or like what does retention yeah. look like in the past 11 years? Oh, man. Well, obviously in 11 years we've gone through, I mean, lots and lots of people, but I'll, yeah. I'll be honest, we, we, uh, our retention rate, most people stay with us for years, um, okay. for the majority and people who do end up leaving when they do leave, it's, they moved, you know, it's, it's things that are out of their control. It's usually issues where they keep coming in fact. And then when people do move or go away, they still, they're still online. You know, we're, we're in the process right now of working on, we are beta testing our online program, trying to kind of do something like this, but for people who can't get into the gym or maybe live too far away because we're not looking to necessarily expand our gym. Like we, you know, location wise, we're not looking to open up more brick and mortar facilities, but just be able to expand our knowledge out to more people, you know, virtually through the internet. It's just kind of the way technology's going and everything like that. I mean, we'll never get away from having a, a gym, like the brick and mortar strength. And I think that's crucial. I don't think that'll ever go away no matter how much technology changes. But I yeah. think that technology is making it a lot easier for us now to offer some more stuff to people. Um, so we'll do that. But yeah, I, I think our retention rate is is great. I think if, uh, you know, we don't bring in as many people as we'd like, like if we if we were a little bit better at the advertising side and, and that we would have our gym would be overflowing right now because people really don't leave that often. Um, we don't yeah. lose. I mean, we might lose one person every couple months, you know, That's something awesome. like that. So. The retention's great. I'm sure a lot of that's like your, your personal service and you know, it's coming through the, through the computer here that seems like you guys really do care, which I think it, which people really can feel as your members, I'm sure they feel it. And that's a big key to your success. And like we talked about, I think it was off air, but um, like if I say, I miss a workout today. I'm a member. You shoot me a text, say, Hey, you know, what's going on? Where were you? I think little things like that, small wins, if you will, like really over the long game, make a massive yeah. difference in your success as a, as a business, right? Right. And if you, if you don't like, I mean, this is a, this is a job where I'm going to tell you work long hours. You, you don't, you don't make, I mean, owning a business, everybody thinks you make a bunch of money and it's not, it's not necessarily a high paying gig. It's not, it's long hours. You really got to, it's got to be something you're doing because you love it. You can still make a great living doing it, 
But if you, I think that if you try to start a gym or something like this with the, with the main goal, or your main goal is to maximize profit and make money, then I think you're going to struggle. I think right. that, you know, that starting a gym and your main goal being to help people, to show people how important nutrition is and how important functionality is and quality of life and all. And you have all this information that you want to share and help. If that is truly your main goal, I think you can be successful. Unfortunately, yeah, a lot of people have the mindset when they open up a business that they're doing, and I get it. Everybody wants to make money. I want to shoot. I want to make, I want to make money, but it can't be your number. I don't think it can be your number one goal. I think, and I know that's hard to, hard to, I'm not a businessman, you know, that's not my number one thing. And that's probably why I have that opinion. But I think that's one of our big successes is we build a lot of relationships with a lot of people and I really care about their success. And I think they know that. And so I, you know, I, I end up friend, you know, I'd be built a lot of friendships with a lot of people that I've, that I've worked with. Um, and that's, I think a really important thing because they're trusting you, you know, they're, they, they got a goal that's important to them and they're yeah. trusting, they're trusting you to help mm-hmm. them with that every day. Even if you don't feel like it, you can't get up one day and be like, man, I don't feel like going, I'm going to phone it in today. I'm just going to phone. You can't, you've got to find a way in certain times to get through that part. And, and that's where you have to really enjoy what you do. So hundred percent. You said it exactly right. Like that's where the passion comes into it, you know, and that's probably why we, why we start, you know, started so long ago, that passion, you know, the passion for the business and the passion to help people and to have them have the same experience we probably had at some, at some point in time. Absolutely. Fitness changed our life, you know, and then to be able to find your end, to be able to build something, whether it's a business or relationships with your clients or just bodies, you know, physical bodies before that building, feeling and i think there's a lot of purpose in that at the end of the day so mm-hmm. i think that's what just kind of coming back for more and keep going and, and trying to do our best and trying to serve our members as best we can uh right we talked about this before um and we kind of touched on it earlier other services we offer our members I, I know you guys are big into nutrition there at your place let's talk about the nutrition piece you offer for your members there yeah i'm glad i'm glad you asked about that so yeah. when we first started off actually we we recently changed our not recently but five or six years ago we actually changed our name so when we started out, when we started out, we were elite strength and conditioning. I mean, yeah. I was, I mean, I was a strength coach when I, you know, that's how I grew up. I took about three new nutrition classes in college and that's it. So I knew nice. the basics. Yeah. Thankfully, my wife is the nutrition expert. I mean, I, anything I need to know about nutrition or anything I, I've learned from her. Um, I was the guy when I first started out who I was, you know, you could outwork a bad diet. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I believe that that's the misconception, right? Right. So as I got, as I grew through the business and got more involved in my wife and she got involved in nutrition and, and I was learning more and more, I just realized that all these people coming to us that, that whether they want to lose weight or build strength or anything, no matter what it is, it's like, if you're not doing something with your nutrition, you're pushing that boulder up a hill. So I, I just felt that showing that we can kind of help them with that piece as well, just as purely a way to help them succeed better to get right. this is, Hey, this is something we can do that I know that will help. Um, that I'm not an expert at it, but I know somebody who is. So um, she actually has a degree in like community health and wellness. So yeah. her specialty is kind of building programs for groups like communities. So it's perfect. So she comes up with like recipe books and, and different you know, nutritional cards. You know, if I tell somebody they need to eat more protein, they need to increase their protein intake by an extra 30 grams a day in order to see the results they want to see. Like, what does that mean? You know, so having a card, well, here's, okay. So if you eat this, this is this many grams of protein. If you eat this, so giving them some kind of guideline to follow, so it's, 
making it as easy as possible to do the nutrition part. And that's the hard nutrition is the hardest thing because I can give you the information, but only you can go home and actually apply it. And I'm, there's nobody there watching you. Um, yeah. So that's, that's why we've really added the nutrition part is just to continue to add that better service for our clients. Well, I think it's a great service, man. And I'm, I'm glad we were able to talk about it. And uh, it's awesome that you brought up your wife. So let's, uh, and we talked about this off, off camera, but uh, before we get into that, one more piece on the nutrition, besides the cards, do you, do you have, do you using any softwares like a MyFitnessPal to help people track or, or anything like that to help them so kind of We, kinda we make have it done, them? Yep. yeah, we, we've done some things in the past, like MyFitnessPal is one we use or lose it. We're just as a simple tracking software. So um, really just to teach people how many calories they are eating a day. So it's really just an initial education tool. So yep. when somebody yep. wants to lose weight and they're like, I want to lose weight. And they're like, okay, well, how many calories do you eat a day? I don't know. Well, we should probably figure that out first. We should probably figure out where you're at. Just like the FMS screening, you know, yeah. when you're first starting your strength training, okay, where's your flexibility? If your hamstrings suck, we're not going to deadlift yet. We need to work on some stuff. So it's yeah. just kind of knowing. So understanding the calorie part of it um, is important. Now, we kind of let people do their own thing. So, cause there's, everybody finds a different way with nutrition. Some people love Weight Watchers. Some people love tracking their calories and writing, they love the numbers. So, and yeah. some people just like following, you know, as simple as making sure that every day half their plate is filled with vegetables, whatever system, you know, people, we kind of help people find, we give a bunch of suggestions, help people find their system. We educate them on the right information. Like, here's what you need to be doing, but how you do it, just because this, just because this exact way worked for this person, doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to be the best for you. You have to find with your personality and your lifestyle and your, you know, daily routine what's going to be the best nutrient timing, the best system for you. Um, so we really try to we don't put that in a box necessarily quite like we do the the, the uh, fitness, you know. So yeah, and you hit on it perfectly, and I agree totally, man. Nutrition is so unique to the individual and like even from like what I may be able to handle more fat than you or you could, you could handle more carbs than me or whatever it is. So yeah, the uniqueness is a, a big thing, but it's really awesome. You guys offer that as part of your services there. I think that's massive. And um, I, I'm, I'm sure someone argue it's more important than the fitness piece, you know, and, and the well, other pieces. People are say 80% yep. nutrition, 20% fitness. And, you know, 10 years ago, I'd have said, you're crazy. But thanks to my, like I said, thanks to my wife, you know, I'm much more, I'm on board with that. I really believe that if you're not staying hydrated, getting enough sleep and eating right, I mean, all the, it's, I work out a lot less now than I did yeah. when I was in my twenties, right. but I'm stronger right. and I'm have more success simply because I'm not trying, I'm not, I'm more efficient. Right. So I'm yeah. not eating crap and then lifting an hour and a half a day on crap. I'm eating good right. food lifting for 45 minutes and still seeing the same results. So you can get better results with less work just exactly. by, you know, so it's just learning how to be more efficient in your training and nutrition is a big way to be efficient, you know, in, in your training and your results. So it gives yeah. us, like you said, it gives us the awareness, just, to, just the awareness of what, like how much we're eating and what we're eating and like how we don't have to train two times a day for, you know, years. Like right. I don't got time so, for that anymore. So <laughs> you as a business owner, like, we can if you can get three workouts a week, forty-five minutes, and you're look the same. That's a win, right? It's a win. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, last question, man, and this one is uh, interesting to me. You're uh, you have a family gym, basically, right? Family business, if you will. How does yes. that look like from a from an ownership standpoint, from a business partnership standpoint? 
a relationship standpoint, like in general, it's just something that's I, I think for the listener, something of uh, some intrinsic value there in some capacity. Yeah. I'm not going to say that I like that I recommend like family business is the way to go. I think it really depends on the dynamic. It can work. It can't work. Um, I was like my, one of my youngest brothers is, is the other strength coach that, that works with me. And I've trained, I, you know, I was lucky enough. He's 10 years younger than me and I've trained him up from when he was little, he was a, you know, a high school athlete and a college athlete. And I was, you know, I got to experiment all my education as I was first learning, you know, he got him and his twin brother got the brunt. Of, you know, I, they were my guinea pigs for everything I did. So I, I kind of grew up training them. And then he just kind of took, so he, he just sort of took to it. You know, he's very detailed, just the personality that he has, um, very detail oriented, really good at communicating individually. Um, he's also a wrestling coach. So he's really good at communicating with athletes as far as what he needs them to do and, and really help people like with the specific technique stuff. So very just naturally gifted at that. So that's when I kind of suggested to him, hey, you know, this might be something if you ever wanted to do this, he was originally going to be an engineer. <laughs> if you right. ever wanted to do this, you know, you would have a spot here and this would, you could succeed at this. So after a few years, you kind of realized, hey, I think I do. So, you know, I, I did it on my own for a while and I kind of, I always wanted him to do it, but I didn't push it. I just right. kind of let him know that, hey, you would be good at this. If this is ever something you want to do, let me know. Um, and then eventually, he jumped into that and then we've had we've had our growing pains right as brothers um, over it. the years um, but right now you know through all this through everything you know we're in the best place now we've ever been as far as our communication and working together uh, right. and things like that but it's not been something that we did uh, overnight by any means so it takes time but no thanks for sharing that man it's definitely unique a unique situation in the fitness world and it's I'm happy to hear that you guys are like in your best place ever and that's you know yeah. really nice to hear from the even just from a biggest, familiar, yeah, family yeah. side of things, you know? The biggest thing I think that benefits with the family part of it for me is the trust aspect. So, yeah. you know, it's hard. I think especially in something where it's your baby, like this, I don't have any kids. This is my child. Right. So I, I nurture this business. Like I take pride in everything about it. So knowing that there's somebody there that I trust who has that same mentality and is going to, I don't have to worry about, you know, they're taking care of things that they, they know that I'm counting on them. Um, I think employees like that are, are, are hard to find. So having a relative or somebody you're close with that trusts you and you trust them, that mutual trust, I think is a part in any business partnership, I think is crucial. Um, so that, that's what's worked for us. So. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And again, thanks for sharing. I think that's so important for people to hear. Listeners to hear. a lot of our listeners are getting into the business or thinking about it or struggling in the business, maybe with another partnership. So like that trust factor is like, Number one, like on the, on the priority list, I think. So, uh, yeah, right. Thanks for sharing it, man. Uh, appreciate you coming on. Where can people find you on social media, uh, website, you know, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff? Gotcha. So I should have had all this ready for you here. Oh, um, right. so our website is uh, info, in, or sorry, www.elitelifedfw.com. So that's our website. And we have all our social media on there. We have an Instagram page and a Facebook page, but you can go onto the website and uh, navigate to all that. And I'll tell you, my, my assistant, my brother, he's the one who does a lot. He's much more of the, uh, so he's younger. So obviously he's much more of the yeah. social media. So he could give you all my Twitter handle, my face. He could give you all the handles. I don't even know him off the top of my head. But yeah, going through our, our website, or you can always email us at uh, info at elitelifedfw.com. Um, so we check that email regularly. So if anybody's looking for our YouTube page or, or anything like that, we put up 
information on a weekly basis, you know, just exercise routines and, you know, stuff that we're doing in the gym and things like that. Um, so, yeah. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. I was on your website earlier today. It's very user-friendly. You've got a cool virtual tour of the place. It's got a nice mental picture. So, uh, very, yeah, very yeah. basic. So. Very easy to use. Very easy to use. So thanks again, Ryan, for coming on. And to everyone who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget to be to hit like and subscribe to be notified for future episodes. And until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez, and joining us on the show today is the one and only Rod Moore out of Fairfield, Alabama. Rod, what's going on, man? How are you? JJ, what's up, man? Uh, thanks for having me. I'm excited for our talk today, man. <laughs> Let's go, man. Let's dive right into it. And before we dive into everything uh, and what you have going on at your facility, how you run it, first tell us a little bit about how you describe the business to the people and what made you get started with the gym in the first place. All right, yeah, so just backstory. Uh, so I'm 27 now. When I was 16, I fractured my ankle playing basketball. I was a high school athlete, played basketball. And from then, I, I just kind of figured that, hey, you know, I might not go to the collegiate level, definitely not professional level. I was kind of switching gears. But I wanted to stay around athletes. And I figured that if I had better coaching, like better trainers at the school, then I probably would have – because it was a hairline fracture. And I kept spraining it all the time. So I figured, okay, I, if I had better training, that probably could have prevented it. So two years out, I had uh, two family members die to health-related issues. So that made me switch from working with athletes to just, you know, the everyday person. And that's, you know, just a short story of how I got started into the fitness. And I tried different models. I tried big group classes. I've tried um you know just private one-on-one I've tried CrossFit you know many different styles and I found that I like more private semi-private almost studio style better for me personally so that's why I'm modeling but that's how I got started to training did I answer your question yeah totally totally Rod and I think uh one thing I always like to ask right and I'll use myself as the avatar so if I walked into your gym and uh, there was like a list, right? What options of services would I have to choose from? Like what services do you guys offer basically? Right. Okay. So you can private or semi-private. Gotcha. Gotcha. And um, at this point, how many members would you guys say you're at now? Well, uh, approximately 60, give or take. And so for each class or for whichever one I chose, would I have to pay a different price or what would I, well, on average, what would I have to pay to get started? Right. So if you did semi-private, that would be about two fifty a month, um, just on average. Sometimes we package it up to you know four months, six months, or a year, maybe yeah. give a discount. Um, and then for private, it would start at four hundred a month. It just depends on the sessions, how many times a yeah. week, something like that. So that starts about a, a commitment of at least three months. So it's about twelve hundred dollars starting off, 
and then can go up to six months a year or or longer, just depending on your goals and what's your commitment. Yeah. Nice, good. And um, I mean, do you think uh, at that rate, um, that average price, do you want to eventually raise that? Or do you think that's a good rate at what you're at now? No, I actually would like to raise it. And I've been, I'm sorry about that, been in the process of doing so. Some of it is the area. So I, I doing researching, you may be wrong. You might tell me different, but most people don't want to travel more than like five, 10 miles from home to the gym and where the gym is located. That's the, that's kind of a higher price point for where the people are. So now just working on a different model or I don't know what I don't know to get people in or that would want to come that would want to pay the uh, higher price point because I've had people pay higher, but I went to them. Gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And so that brings me to my next question, right? Uh, so Rod, how do you guys go about finding new clients, right? Um, I mean, obviously referrals and word of mouth are great, but um, anything else that you guys use that's a little different to find new clients? Not really. My specific thing would be definitely referrals and word of mouth, but I, I like to go hang out at hotels and find groups of people or just insert myself, you know, around people that's doing so, whether it's a real estate event or like whatever type of event is going on, I like to go there where Smart. my business and, you know, just kind of offer my service. When I'm learning myself, you know, how everybody does their business, because you kind of take, you know, what you like and implement what you don't like and keep out. But then you can also grab clients there. Um, I've tried, uh, well, I've hired a marketing agency before. Um, I believe in them. That just didn't work out. Um, and then also, I, I well, twice. The first time, it was me. Uh, it was uh, money. <laughs> I didn't have enough money to keep it rolling. And second time, it just didn't work out. Yeah. 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 And uh, what would be that? So let's say, for example, traffic was unlimited. What would be that maximum number of like clients that you guys can handle? 200. Uh, about 200. 200. Have, I have two other trainers on staff that really just need stuff to do. So I, I pass them <laughs> to my clients. So it's just on me to, to fill, fill the gym. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so like, let's take a step back before I, before I even became a client, right? Let's say I'm interested in joining. I'm a lead. Mm -hmm. And I want to join. So tell me about that sales process or that client journey, for lack of a better term, right. of coming in as someone who's interested and wanting to sign up to actually being sold to service and actually signing up. Walk me okay. through that. Are you walking in the gym or am I just getting your contact or? or Either or whichever, whatever, whatever you want. Cool. So if let's say I just get your contact information for whatever you go through a client intake form, that information on me or somebody will reach out to them and just kind of like a discovery call process then we'll book and sometimes well either i will book them depending on if it came from a referral if it's kind of warm we'll just go ahead and sell the service then if it's pretty cold then we'll invite them in for a free workout um, from the free workout give feedback off feedback and just kind of give them direction on um which which way they would like to go so that's, that's the nice. initial process. And then let's say about two weeks in, um, we'll do a check-in and then see if there's any supplements or something that we make an offer. Um, and then about four weeks in, we'll start asking for referrals. And then we'll do that like once every month for at least the first three months. As they're getting results or getting the win, then we'll kind of ask. Nice. Yeah. And do you do all the selling yourself? Most of it, yeah. Nice. Nice. 
And and so Rod, what I'll say here, I like to turn the tables and, and kind of have you self-reflect on yourself and what you do. So uh, in, in business, there's about five pillars of business that we use in, in a general business, right? But in, in the fitness industry or the gym industry, we typically use three more than often than any of the other five, uh, okay. which would essentially be lead generation, which is your marketing, right? Getting the interest of somebody who's joining. Lead acquisition, which is your sales, which is acquiring the actual client. And then retention and ascension, which is retention is basically keeping the client and ascension is keeping them, but getting them to spend more money with you along the process, right? Upsales. So of those three, which one do you feel like you can improve on the most? Every last one of them. Just being honest. I love that. Yeah. Just being honest. Uh, the lead generation would be the biggest because that's what, that's what we just need. Um, just more leads than qualified leads. And then there we can, I guess, play with the rest of it and see exactly where we could get better at in the acquisition, retention, and decision process. But starting with lead generation for sure. I love that. And um, now just out of curiosity, if do you think that going the direction of advertising and social media would be the direction to get you there faster? Or do you think that there's another alternative that you're considering? Um, sure, it's other alternatives. I, I, I think that you, you don't know what you don't know. And sometimes you're just not good, right? <laughs> so the, as far as social media and uh, that form of advertising, been doing it, but not that effectively that I would say, or just comparing to other people that I see. And then other stuff I'm just not aware of yet. I got you. Uh, and you know what? One thing I got, I got, I got to give you kudos here to Rod is, is you, the you're willing to put your pride to the side and 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 be honest with yourself, and I yeah. think that's amazing. You know what I mean? I think not a lot of gym owners will come on here and admit that they can improve on a certain places. They think that, you know, me getting two clients a month is great, but you're honest with yourself. You know that you can, you could always do better. And I knew that from the jump, man, you're going to be, you're, you're a smart guy, Rod. I can tell you, man, you know, the shirt, the shirt told it all. How you present yourself tells it all, man. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it, man. Um, and then now on the topic of retention and ascension, right? Um, how do you guys go about tracking, you know, um, new clients, how long they've been there? And then, you know, if they decide to stay or not stay, how do you guys track that information? I usually uh, use a, because I did more of a hybrid system. I didn't say that. So um, I use Trainerize for the app. Not sure if you heard of that yeah, one. Yeah, but, of course. So and we track mostly through there. So I do a weekly check-in, like send it out automatically. And initially I'll tell them, like if they say I want to, you know, say for 12 weeks, we're already checking in. And then now when the 12-week mark is, is a process, I mean, it's a question of do I need to continue to get results with you? Do I want to go online or, hey, this wasn't really worth my time. I didn't get what I felt like I need to get here and I'm going to go somewhere else. So from that point, we just just keep on tracking exactly what they're doing uh, from there. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And on the topic of Ascension, um, how many of your clients would you say invest in more than one product or service within your gym? I would say at least 40%. That's good. That's a good percentage. Yeah, the industry average is about 10%. So that's good if you have that. Um, I think it's because yeah. it's more of a private and intimate setting. It's like we don't have a lot of clients. So, uh, I mean, we have clients, but I w it wouldn't be just be like a lot, right? Um, so, and no, I, I think gotcha. it's really a relationship and just saying like, hey, I would do that, you know, like that would help you get to your goal. 
<laughs> and they trust you. They trust you. And I think that's major. And then, and then hey, if you don't trust me, your friend did it. Ask her, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, you know the key here, man. That's awesome <laughs> stuff there, man. And and Rod, one last question for you here, man. What's the big goal for you guys? What's the big goal for the gym? What, what's the bigger picture? What do you guys want to accomplish? We want to fill it out and get ourselves out the gym. You know, both of us starting to want looking at other opportunities and things. Definitely love the gym. Um, but you know, got to get people in place to, to want to fill it up and then put, get ourselves out of, outside of just in the gym. want to start working on the business as well. That's awesome, Rod. Look, Rod, I think that's a good place to start wrapping things up on this episode. But before we sign out here, Rod, you know, where can people find you? Shout out your website, man. Shout out your Instagram. What do you have? Yeah. So, um, my Instagram is coach Rod Moore. That's C O A C H R O D M O O R E. Um, and I'm giving you my business part of Instagram as well. It's the best place to find this. One second. He just changed his name. Sure thing. All right. So it's in broad we trust. So I, N as in Nancy, B as in boy, R-O-D, and then we, W-E, trust, T-R-U-S-T. So in broad we trust is my business partner page. Best place to find us. I love it, man. I love it, Rod. Well, look. Rod, we absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast and look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. And to everyone who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit that like and subscribe button. And if you're interested in joining us and talking about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you as soon as possible. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. Welcome back, guys, to the Gym Lords podcast, where we dive in the trenches with gym owners. We talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly sides of the business of fitness. I'm your host, Austin Montero. Today, we're joined by Splack Williams from I Conquer Fitness in Tallahassee, Florida. Splack, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. How you doing? Doing great, man. Love the name. Like we just talked about it. You gave me a whole backstory on the name. It's, it's pretty uh, incredible. I'm kind of jealous of that. So uh, <laughs> uh, very cool, man. Let's dive in. So I Conquer Fitness, your business here down in Tallahassee. Could have done anything in the world, right? Could have done anything, open any kind of business. Why did you choose to open a business uh, and go down the route of entrepreneurship in the fitness world? Oh, man. Um, well, first of all, I didn't choose it. <laughs> Uh, I was kind of kind of thrown into it. Um, actually, it was um, I started teaching uh, like a dance hip hop class, kind of like cardio hip hop class at a studio here in town. And um, when I was with the you know with the dance studio, um, a lot of the clients that would come to the classes, 
you know, they were looking more than, you know, looking to do more than just, you know, dance, cardio. They wanted to lift weights and stuff like that. And I really didn't have any much, many, much experience on weight training other than, you know, high school, you know, because everybody was supposed to take a weight, weight training class in high school. But I did know that I liked lifting weights. Uh, it did make me feel good when you look in the mirror and you like your veins and your muscles pumping up and stuff like that. <laughs> um, and so once I, 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 I saw that it was a, a popular thing and within that dance studio that people wanted to do, um, I was like, hey, you know, I'll take a swing at it. Then um, went online, looked up a couple different places that does uh, certifications and stuff like that. Um, did my research. Uh, found out that Florida didn't really require much of a, a certification for trainers, uh, but I thought that it would be a good look. So I went through a couple websites and uh, found a couple different companies that did certifications um, and like reading the material and seeing how the body really works as it pertains to fitness will just come in like one of those things was like, oh man, I really, really, really like think I'm going to enjoy doing this. And um, I just took a swing at it. Uh, but at that time, I was still kind of tied to that studio. Yeah. Um, and so the class that I was doing, um, we called it flexing twerk. Yeah. Uh, so it was like a dance cardio class, but a lot of women were doing it. You know, it was like twerking. And then half of the class was just straight cardio, kind of hit style training cardio. And then we would get back to twerking some more and stuff like that. And so that grew a big it grew really big here in Tallahassee. Like everybody wanted to take the class. All the women in, you know, in the cities from 18 to like 65 was like wanted to take this class, you know what I mean? And so uh, after that, you know, I, once I, I saw that, the, that that amount of people was involved with it, I started handpicking a few people who I think would really, really, really want to take on, take this thing on, you know, fitness on full time. And I just jumped out there. I started training at uh, the stadium here at Florida State University, uh, Dope Campbell Stadium. Uh, we would run the ramps in the stadium. We would run the stairs in the stadium, run the bleachers and stuff like that. Uh, man, I think with death, but <laughs> it, it, it was cool. Um, and then I started to really notice that people were getting results. Like people were really losing weight. People's bodies were transforming and stuff like that. And I said, hey, man, you know, I really want to, I think I might just go full, full speed ahead with this and just kind of, try to tackle all, all all aspects of fitness. So aspects of fitness. So it wasn't it wasn't something, you know, coming out of college and just saying, hey, you know, I want to be a fitness trainer. I didn't go to school for uh you know exercise science. I went to school for criminal justice. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So but yeah, that's how it was, man. I just I was I was thrown into it and I said, hey, you know, I, I and and now I benefit so much from it. I'm glad I made that choice. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I appreciate you sharing that story. And I wanna Talk about got to talk about this flex and twerk program here in a minute. We'll get into that yeah. in a sec. Before we get there, though, Splack, um, what excites you about uh, your career and your position the most? Like, what gets you out of bed every day? You know, what motivates you to do what you do? Is it helping people? Is it uh, you know having this positive impact on people's health and fitness, or or something else? Uh, yeah. Um, the biggest thing I can say is uh the impact that I, I, I can have on my family, like building something for my sons. You know, um, I have three boys. Uh, I've been married to my wife this year, made uh, 12 years for us. So, um, you know, coming out, like I said, coming out of college, um, we got married, I was 25. 
you know, didn't really have much going, you know, you know, when you're 25, you still don't know what life is yet. Um, but uh, we had our first son on the way and I just knew off, off bat that I didn't want him to be forced to have to work for anybody. Um, and so I said, you know, I'm, I, I want to create something that I know that no matter what, whether he goes to school or he does it, you know, whether he becomes an athlete or not, musician or whatever, he always has something to fall back on. And, um, you know, I wanted to create at least, even if it wasn't an actual place for him to be able to come to, um, created some type of channel, you know what I'm saying, some type of network of, of you know what I'm saying, businesses that he can connect with. So um, that was that was my motivation in the beginning, um, just creating creating that, that um, you know, that pipeline for my, my, my kids. And then it turned into really just the, the overall impact that I have on the city. Um, you know, I I can't go to the mall without somebody knowing, you know, hey, there's flat. You know, Tallahassee isn't really really that big. You know, we got like one and a half malls. <laughs> like, you know, it's so um, you know, so just seeing the people from like social media commenting and you know, I get phone calls and text messages, you know, I I get clients who thank me for no longer having to take diabetic diabetes medicine, you know, stuff like that. I got clients who said that um you know they're recovering cancer patients so you know to see them being able to continue to do the things that doctors told them they wouldn't be able to do anymore you know those are the type of things so yeah it, it's family and just the overall results that you know the impact that i make on the city yeah that's awesome man like uh, leave a legacy for your sons is, is a great thing that they're probably the best thing we can do you know and then like a serve your community, almost like a little local celebrity, going to the mall, getting people to know you. I, I remember those days, man. That was uh, <laughs> definitely, you know, become almost like a, like a, uh, what's the word here? Like a, geez, I'm blanking. Like a, a public figure, you know, like almost like a, right, exactly. like you're exactly. like a politician almost. You know, everybody knows you and you're shaking hands, kissing babies, all this. Right, stuff. right, right. Yeah, very cool, man. So, uh, Splack, let's dive into iConquer Fitness. Just what services do you offer there at the gym? Uh, what's going on? What kind of what, what is your model and your setup? Um, okay, so with iConquer Fitness, uh, our main attraction right now is our Conquer Camp, which is a boot style, boot camp style class. Um, I a lot of a lot of people here uh, kind of look at it as you know just just your regular you know like hit training class, hit hit style class. Um, after that, um, we have, you know, I also rent out the facilities to different vendors and different uh, um, instructors around the city. Uh, and one of them that kind of we grew real fond of and kind of real close with is uh, a Zumba class, a Zumba instructor that comes here. She's here multiple times throughout the week. Um, also, we offer, you know, personal training, one on one training. Uh, we have a, a, a weight room here that is just geared just strictly for personal training, uh, so one-on-one training. Um, and then, uh, of course, the flex and twerk class, which is our dance cardio style classes. Um, and then our newest addition to what we offer here is the class called Killer Heels, which is uh, a heels fitness dance class. So okay. We got some, yeah, some, some new things going on there. Of those, it's about five or six different programs. Which one is the, the the biggest percentage of your revenue? Is it the flex and twerk class? Actually, it's not. It's the Conquer Camp. Conquer Camp. Conquer Camp. Now, at the moment, at the moment, it is. Uh, and that is because 
a lot of the students here attend Flex and Twerk, a lot of the collegiate students. So yeah. right now they got finals going yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, but usually in the fall, whenever there's like the, the, the first intake of like freshmen and stuff like that, all Flex and Twerk is like the class to be in, you know what I mean? How, so, close, how close are you to the campus? Pretty close? Oh, yeah, I'm probably about maybe less than three miles from That's both true. campuses because they're right close to each other. They're like right by each other. And it's a really big school, right? So you're going to get a lot of, obviously, a lot of students coming in uh, during the school year. So, yeah. You know, Splike, if people are noticing you at the mall and stuff, obviously uh, marketing is a thing for you and we're like, we're doing that. So what is your marketing philosophy and like your advertising philosophy? How are you getting new faces uh, in the door at your business? Well, the model that I always preach to my team is if they don't, if you don't post it, they don't see it. Like you know that. what I mean? And so whenever we're trying to, it, it really just depends on who we're targeting, you know, when it depends on the, the, the class that we're doing. So, if we're really trying to grow the numbers in Conquer Camp, you know, we're posting Conquer Camp. We're posting everything that we do in Conquer Camp. We post the results from Conquer Camp, that type of thing. Uh, and uh, with Flex and Twerk, of course, you know, that's, that's a no-brainer. You want to <laughs> post them twerking, post them, having, everybody having fun. Uh, one of the things that I, I, will, I would like to kind of take credit for uh, here in town uh, before anybody else here were doing it was I would have a live DJ in the class. Uh, and um, prior to that, you know, every all the gyms were doing pretty much just simple, like, you know, uh, hit timer, the green light, red light, buzzer, bell, you know. Uh, but adding a DJ to the mix caused it to feel more party light. So okay. now we have, like, the strobe lights and the moving lights and stuff like that. So it, it, they, the clients forget that they're working out. Um, so, you know, with social media – is like the biggest thing with us, you know, posting those different, the, the feel of the class, what it's like in the class and stuff like that, getting a lot of different uh, people to say testimonies, you know, yep. about their experiences and stuff like that. So, yeah, from a marketing standpoint, man, it's, I, I think I probably spend more time <laughs> posting and creating content than I actually do having to figure out, you know, exercises and stuff like that. Yeah, have you? that's great. I think that's awesome. I think we have to obviously content is king right so we have to uh, post a lot any of your any you see any more engagement in one thing or another right now whether it's facebook instagram real stories a regular post that at least brings people in or people seem to get more attracted to um to be honest with you uh, i believe the reels are are starting to get the most attention now um because i think that it's kind of like free advertisement because they just kind of blast it on everybody's timeline and everybody's page and uh, especially if you start using some of the sounds that popular sounds that are being put on videos, you know, you got hundreds of thousands of people that come across it. Uh, but I do know one of the things that I personally does uh, when it comes to marketing is um, I inbox like everybody, almost everybody that I come across, you know, I find someone who looks like, you know, they, they, they can use my services or, you know, um, and a lot of times, uh, so with me, I'm a big mental person. Like I, I, I tap into your mental first whenever it comes to training. Sure. Um, before we even get to your first exercise, like I want to know what's going on, you know, why you're here, like what's your reasoning for coming in the door? Um, you know, they have this thing going around where everybody's like, oh, you have to have, what's your why? What's your biggest why? Like why the reason, you know, your why is what's going to keep you going. 
Um, and I get that based off of the conversation. You know, when we do consultations, I, I tell my staff, hey, we're, we're, we don't do consultations. We have conversations. We want to talk to those people who are trying to, you know, come here. And um, so when I, whenever I'm inboxing clients or inboxing future clients, you know, I'm starting out conversations. Hey, you know, I, I see you're into, into cars. You know, how often do you, you know, take this particular car out? You know, you know how often do you do this? How often do you do that? And, you know, it kind of just opened that up. And then they, in turn, they're like, hey, I see you're into fitness. Like, are you a trainer? And it's like, you know, so once that conversation get rolling, yeah. that's how I can, you know, get a lot of people to come in the doors. And um, mo- majority of my clients are women. Okay. So um, it is a lot easier <laughs> to get into their mental when it comes to fitness and just saying, hey, you know, you know what, I really can help you change this part of your body or I really can help you grow this part of your body you know so and then they said oh my god that's what I've been wanting all my life I just want it's like hey you know come give me a try and that's how we get it going yeah so that that direct content of connect and talking to them directly works much better for me than just kind of posting and just waiting on people to take the bait you know yeah I'm so glad you you said that man that's so true like you're actually like one of the first people I've spoke to in a while that's doing this, we'll say organic outreach, um, you know, through Instagram, DMing people and building a relationship that way, you know, as opposed to just a post and like, you let it sit there, you know, do you do any, uh, have you done any paid advertising digitally? Uh, I, I took a swing at it a few times. Um, social media, of course, um, I tried to do, uh, well, Facebook first, because I, I believe Facebook initially had it. Um, and it was, it, it was pretty good on Facebook. The numbers grew. Um, but I think that once they start, I guess the social media platforms start to get in more detailed with the algorithms and stuff yeah. like that, like it started reaching, reaching less and less people, yeah. unless you pay more money. And I was like, yeah, I, I'd rather see some type of growth in the company based off of, you know, the, the small amount of money that I put towards, you know, those type of advertisement versus you know, rather than just sitting there just dumping a whole lot of money into it just to see, you know, if I can make it back. So, but I mean, for, for what I'm doing now, it, it, it's been working. I don't really try and I don't really put too much money into that paid advertisement. Are you currently tracking, um, you know, through this organic outreach, how many new people are coming to try the gym each month? Uh, do you have those numbers that are tracked or is it more just an organic thing? What's that look like? Um, so what I usually do, um, I start off um, the time slots that I kind of set myself to like reach out to people. Yeah. Um, I, usually I, I make my post at about nine between uh, 8.45 and 9.15 every morning because uh, that's usually when everybody's waking up either on their way to work or going to work. Um, and so whenever... I send I set that particular post up and then what I'll go and I'll do is I'll go and share that post in my inbox on everybody that I've talked to over the past uh. few days or something like that. Uh just kind of like just hey, just we're here, we're here, we're here, you know. Yeah. If you if you haven't tried us, you know, send me a message back or something like that. And then I also send it to my my you know, my close friends and families and stuff that, you know, I inbox on social media. And uh, I, I can't say initially what I was really doing is just kind of like putting myself on their radar. So, hey, don't forget that, you know, I have a gym, <laughs> like basically. Um, and what usually happens is they usually ends up reposting it or resharing yeah. 
okay. whatever, I would DM them. So it's getting shared, you know, thousands of times. And um, so that when I once I do do that and I get to com- conversing with, you know, the people who are actually interested in it, uh, it's like hook them and sink them. Like after that, you know, I, I know I can get them in. So numbers wise, it's it, it it's up and down, but I'm for sure pulling in at least two clients, two new clients every day based off of a conversation. Okay. That's awesome, man. Um, so yeah, walk us through that process, Black. Like um, say I, I reply to a, a message or I just come into the gym, getting that new person started, you, you know, you have that conversation with them. What is the process? We'll call it a sales process for that person coming through the door uh, to getting them in one of these programs or one of these classes or personal training. Um, so the first thing I, I do is, um, well, I know here we're, it's a college town, you know yeah. what I mean? And, um, majority of the students here, they're not from Tallahassee, of course. So they had to travel from different places. So nine times out of 10, it's either their parents are like <laughs> funding their lives at the moment, yeah. or they're, you know, they're, they're getting a job, like minimum wage job that, you know, to help them with like groceries and stuff. Uh, so with the college students, I just say if you're the college student, you coming in. Uh, first thing we'll talk about is your major. I want to know how strenuous your 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 classes are and stuff like that. Because if you if if that is going to be that much of a you know load on you, then you know the gym is going to be the last thing on your mind when you wake up in the morning. You know, so um and if uh, if it is a, a major that's uh, uh I can give you an example of. Uh, one of the bigger, bigger majors here in, in the city is pharmacy. Yeah. Um, um, I'm, my business partner is actually a graduate of Florida a University. He's a, he's a pharmacy major. He has a degree, doctor, uh, carry on in pharmacy. Uh, he's a pharmacist here at the local hospital. And um, he also is a professor at school. Oh, wow. um, so, so let's just say a pharmacist, pharmacy major, you know, having those conversations with him, I know what those type of, classes are like you know so whenever the client come in and say your pharmacy major say hey i want to sign up um and i say hey what's your major you know oh i'm in pharmacy oh, okay well you level one level two this is your first year second year you know are you actually in the major or are you still taking your you know prereq classes and stuff like that so we had that conversation and um usually it's they're in the program, so it's like a first year in the program, and I'm like, hey, well, you know, that's not no joke, man. You know, you got to really, really, really buckle down, and so with that type of conversation, they understand that I'm going to be, have some compassion for them (laughs) whenever they're coming to work out, or, you know, if they're coming in like five or six minutes late, I'm not, you know, scolding them and stuff like that, Um, and so to get them to join, I will say, hey, you know, I will really work with you and whatever you have going on with school. Same thing with someone who has a high demand job, you know, hey, whatever your schedule is like at your job, I'm gonna work with you and your job. Um, and to be quite honest with you, I'm really not gonna work with them. <laughs> it's just more so just like, kind of like letting them know that if it is, if it does come to that, like, you know, you can come to me and that we'll, we'll figure it out from there. Um, I try to keep my, my classes and my, my schedule pretty set uh, but when let's just say you know things happen, we got an exam coming up, and this teacher is really, really you know going in about us passing this, this exam. Right. Say, hey, all right, well, I tell you what, take instead of coming five days a week, you know, take your take your 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 second and your your fourth day off 
from the gym and just bury yourself into the books. And then when you come to the gym, we'll, we'll get it in and make up for those last two days, you know, and that kind of gives them like a sense of relief that like they're not losing out on the, the amount of money that they're putting in, you know, for, for training because school is being in high demand, that type of stuff. Totally makes sense. Totally makes sense. Splack, how do you go about um, working your, your membership billing that that's set up for you guys? You do packages, you charge people monthly, weekly, um, punch cards. What does like, your membership and your billing packages and setup look like? Um, so I just started using uh, a program called Vagaro, yep. uh, which is really meant for like salons and yep. spas and stuff like that. But it works well with, uh, with fitness because you're able to set up your different classes and stuff like that. Um, it, it gives you your own website because um, – how, what I'm explaining now is the easy version <laughs> because prior to this, I was doing everything separate. You know what I mean? Like I was taking payments for classes through Cash App. I was taking, um, I was doing my scheduling through, you know, like Google's um, or, or Apple um, calendars and stuff like that. Um, it was just all over the place. But um, once uh, I, I was introduced to this Vagaro program through um, uh, another gym here, we like to call him like our brother Jim. Um, when I got introduced to that, to Vagaro from my guy over there, uh, I mean, it made everything so much easily. So now you just post a link on Instagram. They can click the link. Uh, they have a list of all of our services, all of our classes, the prices. Um, I'm able to create discounts and stuff throughout those things. And, now uh, we have it set up to where once they come into the building, uh, everybody just take their phone down, check themselves in, and I get a notification. And, you know, it's just like almost like a text message right to my phone. Hey, such and such walk through the door. Jimmy walked through the door. Jana walked through the door. And then after that class has started, it sends me, well, the time, once the time hit for the class to start, uh, it sends me a notification that says, who's all missing? And I'm able to click like one or two buttons and then send out a blast just to say, hey, session has started. Are you guys on the way? Let me know if you're going to be a few minutes late, that type of stuff. So I'm able to, and it, and it goes right through the, like the Apple Watch too. So usually like in the session, I'm like looking up and down at my watch like, <laughs> all, all the time. So yeah, that that was, man, that was, that that platform was, was so much easier than what I was dealing with before. I, I recommend it for, any any new gym or anybody that's starting up a gym to get with some type of um, program like Vagaro that kind of like makes your life easy because and then for tax purposes it's just like yeah, it's a no brainer right. tells you your uh, you you can set goals for yourself and you can uh, see where you masked out or like you know if you reached a goal if not it tell you how close you came to it and all those good stuff so yeah yeah that's very cool man I, I'm really glad you said like the you're able to communicate with clients if, if they're late for a class or miss a class. I think that's huge for retention, right? So like retention's a obviously a huge core tenant of our of our industry, of the fitness world. And now you're you're in kind of that transient area with the schools, with the colleges. So kids are in and out, you know, they're not there and not many are there in the summer. They have the, all these breaks during the year, you know, spring break, uh, Christmas break, all these things. Uh, retention for you there, Splack and I conquer. What does that look like? Um, you know, month over month. Is there a seasonality piece to your business where summers are slower, you know, because no, the kids aren't, aren't around as much or just retention overall? What does that look like for you guys and how do you keep your clients engaged, um, you know, over the course of the year? So the biggest thing that I, that I have 
been kind of thrown into is virtual training. Okay. Um, I because of the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, you know, here in Tallahassee, we were shut down. Uh, not immediately, but it it it, it was pretty quick. Yeah. Um, and uh, there were a few gyms here in town that stayed open. And they got in a whole lot of trouble for it. So once I noticed that was happening, I was like, yeah, let me kind of play yeah. play by the rules on this one. Right. Right. Um, and um, thank God I did because, you know, of course, with the pandemic, it just wasn't healthy for anybody at all to be, you know, around other people. But uh, once the virtual, cause prior to prior to that, prior to the shutdown, I had already started doing virtual training because I, you know, again, this is a college town. So you got people that come here after four years, they graduate, they move away, but they still, they, hey, I'm in Houston, and I've been in Houston so long, I haven't found a trainer like you. Yeah, yeah. Is there any way that I can? And so we created a, a virtual training thing with uh, Zoom. Yeah. Uh, we're using the Zoom platform with it. Uh, I I really, I put in, now I did put a lot of time and money into getting the right audio the right visuals and stuff like that so that it, you know you're not looking at a fuzzy screen or you're not listening to the the sounding like a a speaker in a hallway you know sure. you're getting it right directly into your device uh so once i got that down man it, it's been that like you know so even with people not being able to make it to the gym um even with vagaro i'm able to like let you know whatever the virtual link is going to be so you know i i, I got three or four iPads is set up and it's just like a bunch of people on the screen that they're working out from home. Uh, whenever I do like a specialty class, a uh, class called Ask and Abs, we run it for like six weeks. It's yeah. like, that is like the, the the best thing ever because of, you know, so many people just sign up right. virtually and they all they need is like some bands and a couple dumbbells and we're able to, you yeah. know, yeah. get to work. So um, yeah, it, like retention wise, it's just, you know, I, I, I rarely lose a lot of clients because I have that virtual option. Yeah. Uh, but I will say during the summer, um, like you kind of mentioned, is when I do see a drop in clientele, uh, mostly because I think people just, you know, I, they got the body that they've been working for and now it's time to show it off. So, <laughs> so let's, let's go show it off and let's go eat bad for like two, three months and then now uh, they'll be back. Yeah, know? back to the gym. And uh, do, do you do anything uh, in the summer there in Florida like to offset that from a revenue standpoint? You know, like uh, camps for kids or uh, anything like that? You know, just because. So um, I, uh, I am a trainer for both marching bands here oh. in town. Yeah. Uh, cause I was a former, uh, member of the family marching 100. Um, and so this past, maybe like two summers ago, once I started to really like work with the bands during the summer, right. other, uh, colleges in the state, uh, who I have like, you know, I know, I either know the band director at the, at the college in Florida, I mean, at, um, in Miami or another one in Tampa. Um, and they will reach out and have me come and train their band. So during the summer, even if I'm not in the gym, I'm still moving, you know, and the, I just say chasing the bag in other places. <laughs> That's what it's all about. We got to hustle. The, uh, so Splack, with the, with the virtual piece of your business, um, do you foresee like trying to grow that here in the future to bigger than it is now? Um, that is, that is the goal. Okay. That's okay. definitely the goal. That's, that's, um, like I said, the amount, the amount of time and effort I put into growing it, I really want to take that thing to the next level. Yeah. Um, 
I, I see that virtual training is I and I see it's gonna turn into uh what used to be Tabo or what used to be Beach Body or what used to be those those I, DVDs, you know, back yeah. in the day. Because uh, if you look at even now with Peloton, like Peloton is, is you know, like whoever came up with that idea is like <laughs> they're money. winning so they're winning so much right now. Yeah. But um, but to be able to have that same type of um, I guess turnout or revenue with just doing boot camp style or hit training from your house, you know, that's that's like one of the things. And I mean, I, I know I'm kind of giving away some ideas, but at the end of the day, a lot of my clients come to me because of my personality and because of how I am, because I'm so energetic. I'm a I'm still that hyper kid from Miami, you know. <laughs> so, you know, it's it, it, the attraction to the gym is me. Um, and so I know once the virtual platform gets up and running and people start coming, like I'm going to grow because it gets black. Yeah, man. You got the name for it, man. I can, I can feel the personality here and that's huge for obviously virtual. We need to have, you can't be just dull and boring. You got to obviously have a Absolutely. personality, man, on there for sure. And yeah, with Peloton, this is crazy not to go off topic, but topic, but did you see the article that pay their, instructors like some make 500,000 a year crazy, Man. crazy. You, you feel me yeah to ride a bike in, in the yeah. jail <laughs> yeah. Bucks. yeah sign me up that sounds great um right like so we, we talked about uh, the programs we have in the gym and the virtual piece do you guys have any other revenue streams as far as like you know nutrition coaching um supplements merch uh clinics anything else going on there Oh uh, yes, um, so I I recently uh, tapped into the the merchandise world, started yeah. selling apparel, um, and the the program that I'm using to do it, you pretty much do anything with a uh, bag, duffel bag, backpack, tight, yeah. you know, hat. Um, I just I just released a a bunch of hair ties, okay. uh, like headbands. Uh, yeah. and like my, my female clients are like eating it up right now. It's like, I need like 50 of them cause I'm going to lose them. But, uh, yeah, merchandise is one of those things that I'm really, really, really getting into and it's starting to pick up a lot here. Yeah. It's always going to be a great revenue stream, especially with our members in the club, you know, and you have a cool name so you could be able to sell that outside the club. Um, so within the gym school, obviously we talked about growing the virtual piece of the business, which I think is awesome in the gym, in the actual brick and mortar space, the next 12 months, what are you looking to accomplish within the gym, you know, as far as growth potential? Well, uh, first thing is I'm actually leaving, I'm moving out of this location. This is actually, this is the second location that I moved into. Our former location was a warehouse. It was a 4,000 square foot warehouse. Yeah. Um, I downsized to a about 2,700 square foot warehouse. I mean, storefront yeah um and it's on one of the, the busiest roads here in the city yeah. uh storefronts to me aren't that all all cracked up as they seem to be uh it's definitely overrated financially uh it's not even worth it um because i i just have a feeling i i the way i look at it is when you get into your car right. to go to a gym you're not really looking around the city for a gym. You know exactly where you're going to go, whether it's one of the bigger franchises or one of them that you just happen to pass by one day and just say, hey, I'm going to sign up for it. 
Or you find a, a gem on social media and just say, what's the address? I'm going directly there. So even with all the traffic and everything passing every day, I rarely have people walk in and just say, hey, what do you guys do here? You know, that type of stuff. So uh, the storefront is, is overrated. So what I'm doing now is I'm downsizing. I'm actually moving into the facility that uh that my dance group was uh have now and i'm going to go and partner with them to call it's called strikers youth art project it's owned by my mentor uh so we're gonna go side by side daytime will be all about fitness and then the evening and the nighttime will be all about dance and you know we're gonna we're gonna partner with that so over the next uh i'll probably say 12 months or so i'm really going to dive in and like really try to grow the, the 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 presence of the facility in the city um just have let people know where where we are and what we're offering stuff like that um i am going now that i don't have this crazy uh overhead <laughs> that i'm dealing with anymore um i'm definitely going to put more into doing stuff locally like as far as uh with different schools and stuff like that um i am going to um in the fall, I want to say about August or September, I will be partnering with the the public schools here okay. and working with the youth and working with the kids and teaching them about fitness. I did a couple classes at one of the elementaries here and they loved it. You know, I was teaching them about nutrition. I was teaching them about integrity. You know, the teachers were in love with my style of teaching because she said, Hey, you know, I just want to let you know, you, you haven't been here in a month and my kids are still preaching about integrity and you know, what is, what is, uh, what is, what does nutrition mean and what does fitness mean and stuff like that. So I'm all about impact, man, all about impact. So uh, over the next year, that's going to be my goal. I, I, I had the city on in a, in a headlock for yeah. so long as from a popularity standpoint, now I really want to use that popularity to kind of reach more people that I normally didn't, don't usually have come in my doors. Sure. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I love it. I think that's so great. Um, yeah, it sounds like things are going awesome, Splack, and it's really happy to hear that. Is there anything, you know, business related that keeps you up at night, you know, as far as uh, from the business side of things, anything that keeps you up at night, you know, worried about or, you know, over the course of time is, you know, been on the forefront of your mind as far as you know as far as any challenges or any roadblocks or anything like that everything now um i will say just like i just said being at this location here uh financially yeah it was it was definitely stressing me out um and i i had a landlord so i moved here in the middle of the pandemic you know I left, like i said i left the warehouse i opened the warehouse in 2019 yeah. 2021 i moved into this this location um and we were still not hadn't recovered from <laughs> from covid um and uh, my landlord really wasn't trying to do much to kind of work with me i'm like you know i understand that you know it's a, it is it's a it's a gym yeah. and i'm still trying to convince people that it's safe to come into the in these doors, yeah. you know, whether they wear masks or we keep, you know, we follow the CDC guidelines and stuff like that. And um, like I said, she really wasn't, it, they really wasn't working. So that kind of was stressing me out. Not so much because I wasn't doing what I needed to do financially, but it was just the fact that I, in order for my clients to be successful, 
I had to be in a comfortable place and, you know, a, a comfortable place mentally sure. where I can just come in and just train and not really have to focus on, well, if I lose 10 clients today, right. is that going to really affect, you know, us having a building tomorrow, you know, or, or next month and stuff right. like that. So, uh, but I can say, you know, thank God that, you know, my, my, my mentor was able to allow me to come over there, you know, a reduced rate pretty much, you know, Oh, more than half, half of what I was uh, paying here is being taken off the plate um, and staying in the bank account. So, you know, that was, that's a huge relief. And even my clients now are just like, yeah, you're getting back to the old Splack now. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, if only you knew Splack don't have that bill no more. It's <laughs> a huge relief. Splack, what do you think? Uh, so saving, like, basically cutting your expense in half, basically. Where else... Mm-hmm. Will you use that money for the business? Uh, I know you said you want to you know, grow your impact with the, the local kids and schools, which is terrific. Um, right. There's extra extra money now, I'll say. Um, mm. Where else would you want to use that to kind of grow the business to you know to even greater heights? Uh, more equipment that are fit for the classes that I I'm offering. Yeah. Uh, I I got my eyes set on some uh some ab equipment. Nice. that I think is definitely game changing yeah. that I don't think a lot of people know about right now. And so uh, once I, once I get my hands on a good bulk of those, uh, I know my ass and ab class is going to skyrocket because it, I I have a few of them here and I only pull them out for like those VIP clients, you yeah. know, those who, yeah. who, who really, well, and then those clients who I know are, you know, not going to, come work out for an hour and then go get Burger King. Like, you know, they're going <laughs> to stick to their yeah, yeah, nutrition. Yeah. And the the results that we're getting off of this particular device um, is crazy. So getting about, I have two of them now. If I can get about a good 30 of them, okay. you know, it, it, the ass and app class would be crazy. And everybody's going to wonder, you know, how come everybody's getting to have that eye conquer? <laughs> there we go. So, it's like a mechanic. Yeah, it'll be, yeah. But no, I was going to say, it's really going to go towards just like equipment and, you know, uh, just overall bettering the classes. Yeah, man. That's awesome. I love it. Uh, making a better experience for our members, I think, is a really cool thing to do and something I definitely was a, a big proponent of as well, man. Uh, Splack, I think that's an awesome place to wrap this thing up. Where can the listeners check you out on all your social media, website, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff? Where can we find you? Uh, the biggest place you can find me, Instagram, is Splack Williams, S-P-L-A-C-K-W-I-L-L-I-A-M-S, Splack Williams. Uh, also on Instagram, you can follow I underscore Conquer Fit Center. Uh, and you can also find me on Splack Williams on Facebook. Awesome. Those, are the, those are the three pages that I know that I'm going to respond to. <laughs> awesome. I'll give you a follow right now after we get off this, but I appreciate you coming on today, man. It's Black sharing the story of I Conquer Fitness, and we wish you guys the best of luck, man. Thank you so much. Man, I want to say thank you guys, uh, Jim Lloyd Podcast. This is actually pretty dope. Um, I, You guys are the first person that have interviewed me about the gym in about two years. Wow. So I appreciate this, and, you know, it's always good to be able to express how I got to where I am uh we got to definitely do a part two because uh, i can give you some backstory on how i was really forced into this thing but uh yeah, yeah sure. man I, I appreciate the opportunity and thank y'all for calling me
got it, man. And uh, we appreciate the listeners. We appreciate you guys as well. Please hit like and subscribe to be notified for future episodes. And until next time, Jim Lords, we are out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets, at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.